down the number one offense in the league as far as yards per game, 550 yards or somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, nearly, you know, a bunch of points, nearly 50 points a game. Um, great quarterback, great leader, competitor. Uh, like I said, balanced uh, about 230 rushing and, and uh, you know, three something, 320 passing. Um, leading the conference in rushing offense, which is, you know, that's that uh, is, is usually a really good thing for you when you can do that. Uh, but again, they're playing really good defense. They're they're top third of the league in pretty much every defensive category. So, so no weakness. Um, college game day coming. That'll be an exciting thing for for the university, the the community. That's uh, it hasn't. I think it's 2016 maybe was the last time we had that here. So, so uh, it's been a while, but it's great to get that uh, back, get that crew back on campus, and uh, you know, big game in the conference uh, picture. You know, they're they're uh, you know, one loss team as are we. So, both our backs are to the wall, and it should be uh, hopefully a great football game. So, questions starting with starting with my man over there. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, in the fourth quarter when you kicked off the why did you not split the ball with Well, we've been covering pretty good and uh, we ended up actually having a a pretty good night overall. We kicked off what, seven times, seven or eight times, and actually did a good job in our kickoff coverage. Did a really good job in punt coverage till the very last one as well. That was uh, one that uh, you know, had we not been able to win that game, that would have been the play of the game, that big uh, punt return of theirs. But, but uh, that was why, is because we had we had really done a good job of, of covering <coughs> kicks and keeping them uh, mostly inside the 25-yard line, and and so that was the reason for that. How big a step forward did Bryce Barnes take in this game? Big step forward. He did. He seems to get better each week. Uh, he uh, completed over 60% of his balls. We did have the one pick six that I know he would have wanted back, but but uh, did a very nice job of running the offense and and uh, taking care of the ball except for the one play. And he just seems to continue to grow and develop, which is a good thing. That that uh, obviously is a big positive for us. Kyle, with the C on his shoulder or his chest, indicating him as the captain, is that a player designation or how does that work, especially this season? Good question. What we did with. Uh, Brant and Cam uh, not being available for the rest of the year. We, we've uh, replaced them with two captains, uh, uh, Keaton Bills and uh, Bryson. And uh, they're, they're, you know, Keaton's been in place. I probably should have mentioned that a couple weeks ago because Keaton's been in place for a couple weeks. And then uh, with, with the decision that, uh, again, they were both not going to be able to be available, we uh, elected the—I shouldn't say we—the players elected the, the captain. Uh, that's last captain spot, and so uh, they will serve as acting captains for the rest of the season, along with uh, Kareni and, and Cole. Looking at Ceiling Baki and his contributions on offense, one thing that really kind of jumps out is his anticipation of, of how he's able to make his cuts and reads. How much of that is due to his experience on defense and kind of seeing things from a defensive player's perspective when he goes on the offense? Well, he was a really good offensive player in high school, so I don't think it's uh, a lot uh, predicated upon his defensive experience. I think it's just natural instinct and ability offensively, and, and he's just got a great feel for, for splitting defenders and making people miss and, 
and also he has really good speed. I mean, you saw his top end, uh, you've seen his top end the last few weeks, and and so he's just got a skill set that is very conducive to uh, being a good offensive player, and, and really his primary skill is catching the ball. I mean, he's a, he was an outstanding receiver in high school. That was his, his, uh, his primary position, and so uh, it's been a big plus for our offense, to say the least, to have him over there. Uh, you can continue to see him over there. And uh, the impact he's made on offense is actually probably bigger than the impact he makes on defense. And he's a, one of the best safeties in the country. So that tells you how, how valuable he's been on offense for us. You saw that Bryson seems like he's gotten better each week. Mm -hmm. Where do you see maybe the most improvement now relative to where he was earlier? I just think, uh, you know, the way he, you know, he just, he's, he's operating now. He never was not confident, but he's got, he seems very sure of himself and very uh, confident in what he's doing. Um, really taking charge, um, you know, just uh, running the team like a quarterback should run it. That it factor of uh, being a, a leader on the field is, is really starting to manifest for him. And uh, just, you know, and obviously getting the full allotment of the number one reps now that we know the situation uh, helped him last week as well. So, combination now, having, of those things. Sorry, having some uh, finality now, you know, with Cam. And Branch, just what does that do for you and your staff in the locker room? Just not having those questions and not having to, you know, wait till the end of the week, not having to guess if they're going to show up. Yeah, well, we, we, first of all, we certainly wish they could have been with us. I mean, they're really good players. They're two really, uh, two guys that really add to what we're doing, and two of the best players in the Pac-12. But the uncertainty. Uh, I don't want to say it was a distraction, but uh, it, it seems to be you know things are settled now, more a more of a settled feeling, and. Uh, Knowing exactly, you know, going forward, that you know they're not going to be available helps us uh, operate and 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 plan uh, in a little different way. What kind of input are you going to have with them when they talk to you about whether they return or not? What kind of input am I going to have? Yeah, I'm sure they'll consult you and talk to you about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, as far as you know, obviously that is going to be. Completely their decision, but but there's a uh, things you got to weigh there. Uh, what is you know what is the uh, opportunity in the draft? You know, not having played this year, you know that's going to obviously impact things. Um, being able to come back for another year of college, uh, you know, with NIL, and that that changes the picture as well because before you'd come back and still eat top ramen every week, but now with NIL. You know, you've got a chance to live a pretty good lifestyle. So, so uh, I'll, uh, you know, I'm not going to, I don't have an answer right here, right now, but I'll certainly counsel them and give them my, my two cents worth. And, and those are two really smart guys. They're going to do their homework and talk to all the right people. And the key is not only talking to the right people, but not talking to the wrong people. You know, you got people that, that uh, you don't want, you don't want their input because it's worthless. And so you got to make sure you talk to the right people. Kyle Bryson, um, he took, a few hits on Saturday night on the final drive. He got hit at least once that I can remember. You know, he went down pretty hard. Did he come out of that game healthy? Should be fine. Yeah, should be fine. And, and he's a tough guy. He's a really tough guy and and uh, did throw it up in there, particularly that last drive, as you mentioned, those two scrambles uh, where he lowered the shoulder and just went. And uh, that's that's the that's who he is. That, that typifies his style of play and what he's all about. Would you prefer that he doesn't lower his shoulder? Probably so, probably so, but uh, in that situation, game was on the line. Sure. I mean, there's every every scramble and run is, is not created equal. And in those, that was critical that we got every yard we could because we were maneuvering for, for field goal position.
Zelenovakis had such an impact, and you started to allude to this, I think, in the postgame. Will you make him a, a full-time offensive player, give him 20-plus touches, and then spot him on defense, given the impact he's having on offense? It seems to be trending in that direction, and so we'll see where it ends up. But but the first thing we got to do is make sure we don't overload him and make uh, make his workload too heavy and too uh, too much to, to realistically uh, handle. And because and, and there's also a mental aspect to it too. It's not just physical. It's how much can he learn and assimilate, you know, in both uh, on both sides of the ball. Because a safety position here, there's a lot of adjustments. They do all the adjustments and, and uh, coverage calls and run the show back there. And so there's a lot on their plate uh, mentally with that. Um, but yeah, he's and you know it's, it's analytically proven. The impact of offense is greater than the impact of defense. And so we're gonna continue to. Uh, have him be a big part of the offense and, and see how much he can handle. We'll, we'll get to that point of, of uh, I think we'll, f it'll become obvious, I believe, when we get to that saturation point where, okay, that's enough. But to answer your question, is he become more of an offense player than D? I'm not going to rule it out, but not yet. We're not there just yet. Your secondary held up really well against your first sure did. test yep. uh, in passing. I mean, how, how do you kind of evaluate that? knowing that you were able to hold Caleb. I mean, Caleb had the ball several times for many seconds. I mean, how, how do you feel like they did overall? I thought they did really well, and that was a, a big plus for us. Uh, Zamiya Vaughn is really turning into a good corner. He's starting to uh, really come of age. And Miles Battle played his best game as a Ute. I don't think there's any doubt about that. He tackled extremely well. Not only did they play well in coverage, but they came up in run support and did a nice job in run support. JT Broughton uh, did a good job as well. And, and uh, very pleased overall with the uh, with the secondary in their entirety, the safeties included. Um, thought Nate Ritchie, uh, you know, wasn't perfect, but did a good job filling in for Cole. And then, of course, when we got Cole back in that second half, that made us even even more. Uh, is it formidable or formidable? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, that. So, so it was good. Kyle, will, uh, will will Cam continue to travel just to be around the QBs around the team? Uh, to be determined, but uh, if he wants to continue to be a part of it, uh, he traveled with us obviously to USC, and so he's uh, still one of our leaders, even though he's not on the field. And uh, you know, some weeks there may be a restriction number that you know we have to have. You can only have 74, and we, we may need a guy or two that uh, you know for whatever reason in the game plan that could impact it. But uh, all things being equal, yeah, we hope he's with us uh, every week. You uh, you alluded to Nate Ritchie having some good moments and bad moments, obviously. I didn't say bad okay. some, moments. Some areas where he can maybe improve a little sure. to go forward. Yeah. My apologies. Uh, if Sione does wind up you know, playing more offense heavy down the line, presumably we would see more of Nate. Where, more. Uh, I guess, what exactly did you see out of him? And, and what are those areas where you can see him taking steps forward? OK, as I've mentioned earlier in the season, he's still knocking the rust off from a church mission. But that uh, he's getting closer and closer to being the player he was prior to the mission. Um, he can be a little more decisive, trigger quicker. Uh, was a little hesitant on things at times on Saturday. Uh, missed a tackle or two. We only missed nine tackles in the entire game, which is outstanding against a group of athletes like that. But but uh, just, just a little more uh, urgency and, and triggering and maybe a little better backside pursuit. You're also going to see John O'Hall, uh, you know, if we continue to use Sione uh, more and more on O, John O'Hall is a really good player too, true freshman out of Texas that, because that, Nate is really more of a free 
and Sione plays more of a strong safety for us. And so if Sione, you know, Nate was filling in for Cole, but if he, if we're looking for a fill-in for Sione, it's either going to be Nate or John O'Hall. Those are the two candidates. Two straight games now with Jaquindon getting 20-plus carries, mm -hmm. still 100 if not over 100 yards. Uh, he had expressed frustration that he wasn't able to do that in the first part of the season. What, what does that do to have a guy like that can go for 20-plus Oh, it's huge for us, and Jaquindon's a big part of our attack. And he wasn't able to because of that nagging injury. It wasn't that we didn't want to feed him the ball. We want to get him the ball. What you've seen the last few weeks is ideal. If we can get him 20 to 25, uh, maybe even 28 carries, that's uh, that's right in his wheelhouse. And, and if he can stay healthy and, and uh, you know, knock on wood, it appears that he's pretty much over the injury that uh, was was uh, slowing him down, then, uh, you know, that's uh, that bodes well for us. Running game better right now because of the guys you have carrying the ball, or can you look at the film and see that the O-line is doing a better job opening holes? Both. Both, without a doubt. The O-line is really starting to uh, gel, I guess might be the right word. And uh, they're putting, they're stacking games on top of each other where they're, where they're very efficient and, and doing a good job. And then, uh, you know, Jaquinnan back to 100% and the addition of Sione have really helped that cause as well. So it's a combination of, of those things. Bonex has been ridiculously uh, efficient, 78%, 19 mm -hmm. one interception. Yep. Is he maybe the best decision maker of all the great quarterbacks in this country? He could be. I know right now he's the most pass efficient. There's a couple things you look at when you look at a quarterback, statistically the QBR, which tells you the whole picture, you know, how they are running the football, passing the football, uh, getting out of jams, you know, avoiding sacks, and then just the, the pass efficiency number. Right now he's leading the conference pass efficiency-wise. I think he's 180 or close to it. He's, he's got a really good efficiency. And that's saying something when you look at all the quarterbacks. You got Penix, you got Caleb. I mean, this goes on and on. So he is uh, he's a tremendous player. But the thing I like about him most is his competitiveness and his leadership. And I saw that at Auburn. I didn't see, I saw him play one game at Auburn. I was watching a, <coughs> a SEC game a couple, uh, what was it, three years ago, I guess now, and uh, or the 21 season. and saw this guy I thought who is that guy you know he's just making plays and and, and that just absolutely the field general uh, of the team and uh, it was it was him and and so I've I've had uh, you know a strong opinion of how good he is for for several years and that to me that's it is the way he just leads and, and competes every week prior to the USC game uh, Britton Allen walked out with the captain the game. Mm -hmm. Was there anything special? Or yeah, he was the special teams player of the week, and the special teams player of the week is honorary captain each week, and and uh, so that's why. And and uh, yeah, he's a, that's the fifth captain, but that captain rotates. So so we'll have a new one for this week, uh, unless he was he wasn't the player of the week this week on special teams. So you'll you'll see another guy this I, week. Sorry. <laughs> Demanding. <laughs> Bryson has looked uh, markedly better, more comfortable yep. these last two weeks, which coincides with him getting all the first team reps for mm -hmm. the entire week. Hindsight is twenty twenty, but if you could go backwards, would you have operated in that manner, making a decision on Monday, giving whoever it was, Bryson or Nate, all of the reps early? Knowing what we know now, obviously, sure. but we didn't know. I mean, that was I don't, I don't think we could have done it any differently, given the circumstances. But uh, if we had known then what we know now, uh, yeah, I think we would have operated a little differently, but but we're sitting here at six and one, so we're doing you know we're doing some things right, doing and uh, you know coming away with wins, but but yeah, in hindsight, but that's it's really a moot point because we we had no hindsight at you know at that time because of the situation. 
You said the Bonnie DeMuni would step up. I guess you never have hindsight at that time, do you? It wouldn't be hindsight. Yeah, it just wouldn't. It wouldn't be. What's that? You said Lafonte uh, Mooney will step up in Landers' mm-hmm. replacement. What, what does the depth look like there? I know you have Justin Medlock, some other guys there. What, what yeah. does it look like for you? Right now? Looks good. And and uh, like I said several times this year, our one through eighty-five roster is the deepest it's ever been, and we've really tapped into it. And this is another occasion that we're going to need to do that. Lavani Mooney is a tremendous player. Um, he's uh, physical. He's tough. Uh, knows the defense inside and out, extremely smart uh, for only being here you know, for a short time. Uh, Sione Foto also becomes more of a prominent guy now. Medlock as well. Uh, Josh Calvert. Uh, we hope to get Hayden Fury back. Hayden, you didn't see him in the game last week, so hopefully he's back this week. But we still have five or six guys that we think are very capable. But uh, I feel bad for Lander. I mean, he was really coming into his own. Probably played his best game uh, against USC, uh, game of the season. And... Uh, to see that uh, happen is is disappointing, but there's a possibility he could be back for a bowl game. I mean, that is not out of the realm. Regular season, it's done. You know, there's no way he'll, I shouldn't say no way, but very doubtful he'll be back for any of the regular season, but possibility for a bowl game. This is the fifth time, this is the fifth time um, game day has come here and Ford since you've been head coach. Um, what kind of impact does it have on the players, on the campus? Is it, I mean, and how do they deal with that extra attention? Yeah, well, first of all, we try to, you know, keep the players in as normal of a routine and, and not break that. There's going to be, you know, a guy or two that's going to have a little bit extra on his plate. But, but it's great for the team as far as knowing that, hey, we're the center of the college football universe this week, I guess. And uh, it's, a, it's a very... Uh, it's a positive thing for them and a, and a reward of sorts, I guess you could say. Um, for the community, it's awesome. The university, I mean, brings exposure to our brand and our and uh, just the university and community in general. So I think it's win all across the board. And and uh, you know, but you try to make it. You know, I'll obviously have a heavier load and some things that I got to do that are not a typical week. But uh, trying to have the players and the assistant just assistant coaches block everything out, block out the noise, and just go about their routine. Okay, Jordy's giving me the hook.